What's up, Bulldog fans and or SEC fans and or, you know, just baseball fans in general, because we're accepting fans of all kinds. We do not discriminate at this point in time. Um, And it's Omaha season, and quite frankly, State's not there. So uh, if you're listening, uh, welcome. This is the number one Mississippi State podcast, uh, according to Big Game Boomer. Shout out, Boomer. Um, Anyway, this is your host, Dogs Today, here with my co-host, Matty Light. What's going on, Matt? Oh, not much. Just uh, gearing up to see what happens in Omaha. Uh, Yeah, like you said, we're not there this year. No one hurts. Uh, but, you know, we've been there three years in a row, and it was really putting a hurting on the old pocketbook because Omaha's expensive, and I I went all three years. So I'm glad that uh, – well, I'm not glad that we're not there, but, uh, you know, it's nice to let some other, te- you know, less fortunate teams have some fun for a little while, you know, at least for a year. Then we'll be back next. Yeah, I need, need a little uh, Omaha vacation, I guess. Um, you know, can't go every year uh, unless you're Texas because <laughs> they pretty much seem to do that, um, unfortunately. But, you know, shout out to them. Uh, from the outside looking in, uh, three, th- 75% of the Omaha field is going to be an SEC team within two years, if not one year. I know Oklahoma and Texas is trying to get in the conference by next season if they can get out of their uh, last year of the contract. But that's a pretty insane th- uh, thing to think about. And it's also um, kind of depressing to think about considering – we just finished last in the West the year after getting a title, and um, all these teams are in the West. Yeah, every single one's so. in the West. A&M is now good, um, and if Texas and Oklahoma would come, you know, I don't know how they're re- going to restructure the West and the East or if they're going to do the pods or however they're going to do it, but um, I don't know. Uh, it. I mean, I feel like Texas and or Oklahoma would end up at least one of them would end up in the West if they don't do the pot thing, if they just add one to each, uh, you know, side. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is crazy that just looking at it right now, 50% of this is 50% of the field is SEC West. All, all, every SEC team in here is West. And then you've got uh, two, two teams, Texas and Oklahoma that are coming in and they're, I mean, Texas is there every year. Oklahoma was kind of a, uh, stand out to me this year. I really didn't think that they were going to make it, but that's, you know, good on them. I didn't think that they were baseball school, but apparently they are. And uh, also, you know, if Texas and Oklahoma or Texas or Oklahoma wins this thing, then, you know, we can claim it as an SEC title. So, you know, it's, it's good either way, I guess. Yeah, I'm not going to claim the title anyway um, <laughs> uh, because I don't really want – I mean, I don't want any of them to win um, for obvious reasons. Uh, there's some that I would prefer rather than others, and we'll get to that later. But um, just looking at the field right now, who I want you to rank one through eight on who the best team is to the worst team right right now. Right now. Um, right now. Starting from the bottom, I'm going to say – I'm going to say Stanford, Oklahoma, Auburn, Ole Miss, Texas, Arkansas, A&M, Notre Dame. Notre Dame being the best playing team right now. Okay. I can respect that. Um, hmm. 
Not what I thought you were going to say. I know you were high on Notre Dame, but I didn't think you would go number one. Uh, interesting. I mean, they just beat number one at their house, and I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder from last year. I feel like they got cheated out of Ocean Super Regional last year. They come into Starkville and have a far, hard farts, hard fought Super Regional. Last year, I, like we had talked about the week before, I think they were a top four or five team in the nation last year, and uh, we didn't let them go to Omaha. Uh, and then this year they kind of got screwed out of a hosting spot for a regional, so they were on the road both times. I feel like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, and, man, they've got some bats, and they're still one of the best fielding teams in the country, so I really think that they they got a good shot at it this year. Yeah, they're obviously not uh, scared of playing anybody. I mean, they didn't even get to host a regional, man. I mean, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. They got screwed. That's tough. Um, two years in a row. I, I, I'm just on a side note. I would take Link Jarrett as a coach if Lamonis were to retire today. Yeah. Um, I think he's I think he's for real. Uh but anywho, he may be up for the Florida State job and him and Slosh. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would definitely take both. Um uh what about uh old boy from Auburn? Who, Sonny? No, 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 no. Oh, Butch? Uh, coach. The coach? Yeah, Butch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I got it. I mean, I didn't really, really realize this until I was watching. Uh, I can't remember what I was watching. I think I was actually watching uh, Paul Feinbaum right before, which I never watched Paul, but I was watching it right before the documentary came out last night. That's what it was on. And he mentioned Auburn about how this is their second time in three years in Omaha. And I didn't even think about that, but yeah, uh, two years ago, I remember watching us play Auburn in Omaha. Um, so all that Auburn baseball team has kind of come around. I mean, like during the season, I was never like super high on Auburn. Uh, like we beat them in a, in that series where I, I do think that they were the better team most of the year, but we did win that series. But, uh, you know, they're just kind of one of those teams that kind of flies under the radar and doesn't, you know wow anybody or doesn't you know cause any controversy like tennessee so you don't really look at them that hard and then by the end of the year here they are in omaha and you don't you don't even know how they got there and you know that's there's nothing wrong with that i mean i feel like that's kind of how texas a&m was this year as well uh, i really think that butch has put together a really good program there in auburn and uh i feel like they're you know sticking around for a little bit it's not going to be like a one and done thing for them. I mean, they were here two years ago, so I think they got a good ball club. I don't think that they have the pitching to win it this year. I could be wrong. I know they are a little bit deeper than I originally thought in the bullpen. I don't think that they'll have the the wherewithal to get through the whole tournament and win this thing, but I've been wrong before, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely think Oregon State was more well-suited uh, for Omaha had they gotten here, but Auburn took care of them, and that was a really good <clears throat> win, uh, especially on the road. Um, their regional wasn't very hard, but like you said, I mean, we almost swept them at home in March, uh, which is yeah, crazy to think about. We actually, uh, you know, have beaten uh, two teams in Omaha in the series this year, and, uh, you know, Ole Miss being the other one, and we were not not good this year. I don't yeah. know. Baseball is just a crazy sport. Um, Ole, Ole Miss is kind of replicating what we did in 2018. Uh, and, you know, I mean, shout out to them. Crap for throughout putting, the season and then got hot yeah. right there at the end, just enough to get into a regional. Exactly. And, and the the bigger thing to me, I mean, you know, I, I don't 
I wasn't high on their regional in the first place, and they probably had the easiest super matchup out of anybody um, last weekend, other than maybe Stanford um, playing UConn. But, I mean, Southern did not score. I mean, so Delusia, I mean, he blew up the weekend they played us, and he played lights out. That was like his first, I think, uh, prolonged start. And then their Saturday guy now, the young kid, Elliot, just yeah, Elliot just randomly pops off in their second game. So apparently, I, I guess Bianca is probably the worst roster managing coach, definitely in this tournament and maybe in the conference. <laughs> He's pretty bad. And I mean, you've seen and this it, year. It almost year cost out. him his job. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 interesting to see some of the decision he makes roster wise, pitching wise. Just any anything wise, roster wise, in the last couple of years. I mean, that, and I feel like that's been the main, if not the one and only reason that they have missed Omaha so many times in the in the recent years, getting put out by like Tennessee Tech in their own regional. Um, I, I think Arizona was definitely the better team last year, but in 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 a couple other instances in the last you know recent history, I feel like some of the Bianco coaching decisions in the roster wise has been their, their one big downfall. It's crazy. Yeah, And that's, and that's not us saying that like as a hater, like Ole Miss fans will tell you that. Um, and that's why every single one of them was calling for his head in the middle of the season. Yeah. Well, and, one of many reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's, he's got it together now and maybe it was luck. I have no idea. Um, I don't think the staff is deep enough regardless to go all the way. Um, Okay, on wood. They're, but their starting pitching is looking yeah, it's it's looking good right now. But like you said, if now they have changed uh a lot of these games up like uh so so you know, like last year it, it was I'm more wise. prolonged and they've tried to like push it together faster yeah, and so you end. have to play more games quicker. And right. I really don't think that's gonna bode well for the Ole Miss pitching staff. Uh I think they've got some really good starters like Elliot uh and the other guy that you just said and I forget his name Delusia. Um, yeah Delusia I think that those guys are really good and if they can stay in the winner's bracket then they have a chance I'm not going to say a great chance but they have a chance to get out of there to get to the finals maybe but it, as soon as they lose a game and they get in the loser's bracket and they have to start playing more I feel like they're done with with their yeah. pitching staff yeah, I agree. Um, you know, they're going to start playing teams that can actually dig into uh, the bullpen Yeah, eventually, you know. Something that Southern what, Miss could absolutely not do. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it made the pitching look more, I guess, I guess, I don't know. It, it made it look worse than it was because they could leave their starters in because they were just like, look, y'all aren't doing any damage at all we're just gonna let them eat and they ate you know to their yeah. credit um but you know Ole Miss uh bats are gonna have to stay hot if they want a chance but their their pitching is definitely there for them to be to be dangerous um that's kind of why I was saying that about Oregon State I really thought that they had the arms to yeah. to make things happen um and, that, and they did and I, and I think that's one of the big things is you have to have the bats to get to Omaha and you have to have the pitching to win Omaha Correct. You know, uh, like, because you can, if you're just playing regional and super regional baseball, it's a lot easier to string together a bullpen day than it is in Omaha, you know? So, 
100%. So with that being said, after you gave your rankings, I want you to I want you to rank the preferences. It, like if you had to pick one through eight, who would win? Like, like let's say you want Notre Dame to win. Okay, well, that's your number one. And Ole Miss is going to be your eight because that's the last person you want to win. Like, rank okay. your one through eight. Just of my preference of who I want to win. I, Just your preference. Yeah, so I don't know. I As much as I hate this because, like, talk to me during football season, Notre Dame is one of the teams that I despise. And I think that stems from them being put in the playoffs every year and then getting raffle stomped and skull dragged every year that they get put in there. Um, so I've always just despised Notre Dame football for some, for that reason, I think, but baseball wise, they were a really good team last year. I talked to a lot of their fans and the dude in the super regional, they were really cool. It was really nice to talk to all of them. Everybody was civil and everybody had a good time. So I don't know. I kind of got a preference. I'm going to pull for Notre Dame in the one spot. Um, Two is is kind of hard for me. Uh, I don't really have a love hate anything for Oklahoma. I just kind of forget that they are even a school, to be honest. Um, number two, I'm probably gonna have to go with A and M, and it's not because of my girlfriend. It is because A and M. I mean, it, this is Slosh's. What is this his second year there? No, this is first year. First year. That's right. That would be kind of cool. They really have come out of nowhere this year. They're a good ball club. They're gritty. They got good pitching. They got good offense. Uh, they don't let anybody beat them, and they play to the last out. I think they're a really good ball club. They're fun to watch. They've been fun to watch all year. So I'm going to go number uh, Texas A&M in the two spot, even though they're a little culty and you know they do a lot of weird stuff. And I hate the bubbles, but I I, I want to I, I wouldn't mind seeing them win one. Um, in the number three spot, I got Stanford again because of the super regional that they played in Starkville. I liked all their fans that I talked to. They were super nice, super chill, and they're a good ball club. I've seen them. They've been good recently, and seeing them win wouldn't, wouldn't bother me at all. Uh, in the four spot, Arkansas, uh, for me, I know a lot of people may not like that, but I don't know. I have a mutual respect for Arkansas because like, I feel like us and Arkansas baseball fans have kind of been through the same thing, at least in the last century of being so close, you know, and not getting there. And we finally did last year and how good that felt. And I feel like Arkansas fans have some sort of respect for Mississippi state for the same reasons that we partially, you know, we have respect for them. We both know how passionate our fan bases are for the game, how much we love it. Uh, you know, we can talk shit about each other's stadiums all day, but, you know, when it comes down to it, we both know that either one has a very, very nice stadium. Right. Um, so I, I feel like there's mutual respect there for Arkansas. So I put them in the four spot uh, and then kind of hurrying this up a little bit. Uh, then Auburn. Uh, I don't really have a reason for this. Uh, it's Auburn. I don't really I mean, like or dislike you know, Auburn. It used to be a state guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's so that's cool. Um, then Oklahoma, Texas, uh, in my second to last spot, and just because I don't like Texas, and then uh, Ole Miss in the very, very last spot. Because if Ole Miss won a national championship the year after we did, I would, I don't know what I'd do. It'd be a dark day. It'd be a real dark day. Yeah, it would be a dark year, actually. Um, 
I don't know. Okay, okay so just, we're going to go ahead and talk about this because, you know, we brought it up last week. Like, either <laughs> either Southern or Ole Miss was going to make it. Unfortunately, it was Ole Miss. It was the, the worst of the two. Um, dude, I just it, – it's, it's almost funny because – I, I cannot believe, like, I'd never in my life, if, if you came to me in March and said, hey, you give me $5, and if you can bet this $5, or you can keep it, but you can bet this $5, and if Ole Miss makes Omaha, you will get a return, let's say, a hundredfold, or a thousandfold, and get five grand back, I would have kept the $5. <laughs> Because I, I don't thought there, there's no all. chance. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's not that we ever doubted that they could hit, but I just never thought that they had the, I guess, the maturity and yeah. the the coaching, and definitely didn't think they had the arms. Um, yeah, and I don't know if Bianco just like was hitting shuffle or something, or like if he actually put this lineup together or what. But you know what they say about a blind squirrel. Um, yeah, See, it, it was bound to happen eventually. I just can't believe it did in these circumstances. Yeah, it, it is crazy. I didn't like if you would have told me, like you said, in March in the middle of the season. I'm thinking they don't have the coaching. Uh, they have the bats, but they're not showing up. They definitely do not have the pitching staff, and it looked like their team had just completely quit. You know, yeah. uh, like when they. Uh, that's who'd they play the series before us? Uh, maybe Arkansas. South Carolina? Was it South Carolina? I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the series before us, but I think it was the South Carolina series that I first really started thinking this. Was I just looking at them play baseball? It looked like they had completely yeah, just they checked out. They, yeah, I knew they lost it. And I, I just thought that they had completely checked out. Like they had just kind of given up on the season. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with Elko getting them back into the right headspace and getting them focused. And I mean, look where they are now. They're back in Omaha. Like you don't, you don't come out of a mid season slump like that without a leader like Elko on the team. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for that guy, even though I don't like who he plays for. So uh, I mean that's. But that being said, he is one of the more likable players they've oh, had absolutely. in the last ten years. I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, you know, I wish they would lose every game, but if Elko could hit four homers a game and them still lose, I'd be I'd be cool for that because he's <laughs> yeah. a very very likable guy and honestly a a real one for what he did last year on a torn ACL. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and he's got a mean stash too. So uh, he's really a not a very Ole Miss looking dude. Like I, he's somebody I could see playing here at Arkansas, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I just like the silver lining is Bianca is getting a four year extension, like within the next two weeks. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So he's locked in for at least four years for sure. Um, which is hilarious because this is just not, this is not going to happen again. They're not going to go back, uh, within the next four years anyway. And we're still going to own them. You know, uh, we beat them at their place. With one of the worst teams, with the worst team we've had in the last seven years, we still beat them at their place. So that's not changing anytime soon. Um, I'm not saying we're going to go 12 and 0 or whatever the next four years, but we still own them for the foreseeable future. Um, 
and I don't think they could get a coach as easy as they as they think they can. But let's look into the the matchups here, and we'll, since we're talking about them, you know they play Auburn first round. Who do you like in that game? I so when we were doing our picks in the last couple of weeks, I think I picked Ole Miss like the three of the last four weeks or two of the last three weeks or something like that. And every time I picked them, they won. I didn't pick them in the regional because, to be honest, I didn't think that that regional was even going to get to be played. I didn't um, either. But it was, and Ole Miss came out of it. Then I picked them in the Super because it's Southern Miss. I didn't think Southern Miss was going to show up and be ready to play ball at that level, and they most definitely were not. They didn't score a run. No. I think Ole Miss's game oh, – I think Ole Miss is – I think Ole Miss is kind of going to be in that situation this year uh, in Omaha because you have a bunch of guys that have never been there. You have a bunch of guys that, I mean, I don't think Elko will have any problem with it. Uh, Maybe I don't think Bench or maybe Gonzalez may not have any problems with it, but there's going to be some guys on the back end of that order, especially their nine-hole hitter that looks like he is, like, getting thrown like he is charging the front lines of the Civil War every time he steps in the batter's box. Like he looks like he is pissing down his leg, scared. He's uh, uh is he's D Day with Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he's, he was in that boat. So, uh, I think that they're gonna have a little bit of problem with that, especially game one, game one jitters and stuff. Auburn's been there, Arkansas's been there, Stanford's been there, Texas has most definitely been there. Uh, A&M, I don't think they're going to have as big a problem. In it. I think they have a little more, more maturity on that team. I don't know about Oklahoma. I, I don't know. But with Auburn and Ole Miss, I really like – I think I'm going to go with Auburn in game one just because I feel like they're going to be a little bit more locked in, a little less jittery game one. Uh, of course, we don't know who's pitching yet, so that could change my mind depending. But, you know, as of as it sits right now, I like Auburn in game one. Yeah, I would have to – I don't know. It's a coin toss for me. Uh, I wish I could see the arms as of now, but I could I could easily see Ole Miss being starstruck just getting there and, and maybe even complacent. Um, you know, I don't think that one through nine they're going to be that way, but, you know, none of those guys have been there, um, and they don't – they just don't know. I mean, it's, it's different. It's uh, – it's all the best teams in the country in, in one spot and you it's basically a cage match and yeah. only one person will walk out. Uh so with that being said, I like I like Auburn's lineup really from top to bottom a little better and I don't know. I just think they got a better coach and they probably got a better better chance. Uh but it depends on if Delicious throwing, I, I may go a little miss, but if not, I'm definitely taking Auburn. Um, on the other side of this side of the bracket, Arkansas and Stanford, I don't even feel like we got to talk about it. I'm definitely rolling with Arkansas. What about you? Yeah. Arkansas showed up. They're ready to play ball. They're ready to get it done this year. They're not playing any games. Dave Van Horn has had enough. Uh, I think Arkansas takes that game. And the thing with Ole Miss is if Ole Miss plays, if, if Ole Miss pitches, pitches to Lucia game one and they lose, they're going zero and two, hands down. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. Um, so I I would almost pitch Elliott game one against Auburn because I think Arkansas or Stanford is 
a little bit better than Auburn coming into the second game. So I think you got to save Delusia for game two if I'm coaching, but that's just me, you know. Yeah, I agree. So from an Ole Miss standpoint, like I would do exactly what you said and assume that I would assume, and assume that Arkansas is going to be Stanford, so Ole Miss would play Stanford, and then Delusia would match up well, and I would I would take Ole Miss in that game, and then Stanford would go home. So then the third game, Ole Miss would end up playing uh, the loser of Auburn and Arkansas. And I feel like the, that would be a, a day three, quote unquote, game where neither team had, you know, big arms uh, for for that game. And I feel like Ole Miss on a in a day three scenario would probably beat Auburn. Maybe not Arkansas, but they have the bats to go up against anybody on a, on a bullpen day, quote unquote. Yeah. Um. But like you said, battling out of the losers bracket, they can't. They can't. They're not going to get all the way there, but right, they definitely but- can do some damage if it, they have Elliott. Even if they half. beat Auburn like there, by the time they get back around to Arkansas, that's th- a three-day rest for their first pitcher, right? Yeah, or, yeah, really. or I think it may be four. Four-day yeah. rest. Yeah. That's still pushing it. Uh, and I don't think... But he hasn't thrown a lot this year. He probably can do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting on four-day rest. Huh? So we threw uh, Willie B on four day rest. Yeah, but Willie B is built different. All right, you know what the B stands for, right? It, yes, I do. <laughs> but my, my, the point is, people are still human, and you know, a pitcher's shoulder is a pitcher's shoulder. I mean, that's true. You saw what we saw what Kumar did all year last year. He threw 120 pitches a game, and then uh, he got to Omaha and was just falling apart. He was still throwing 98, but he couldn't. He couldn't put it anywhere, and right. he was getting he raked on. So, uh, being fresh matters, um, regardless of how good you are. It does it does still matter. Um, but looking on the on the other side of the bracket, Oklahoma and A and M. I'm taking A and M in that game all day every day. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They've been extremely consistent. Um, yeah, uh, I like their chances on this side. Texas and Notre Dame. That one's harder. Uh, of course, my heart wants me to go with Notre Dame. I think Texas is going to come out with a kind of a chip on their shoulder this year because they have a lot of guys from last year that were there, and we put them out on a walk-off in the bottom of the ninth, and I'm pretty sure they're probably still a little pissed about that. So, I don't know. I think they're going to come out, and they're going to play a good – I mean, I was watching that Super Regional with ECU. ECU is a really good ball club, and – Texas lost that first game, and they, you know, dug their heels into the ground, and they came out there and whooped them. All right, Texas was playing really good ball those last two days, so uh, it's gonna be hard. Uh, I I hope Notre Dame wins, but my head's kind of telling me to go with Texas game one there, but we'll see. Yeah, I really thought uh, Texas was dead in the water after the first game. They just did not look invested. No, and uh, ECU was. They were just hitting on them. And I hate it for ECU, too. I do, too, man. They just have gotten so close and just never can punch through. And I I don't know if I want to call Cliff, uh, their coach, um, overrated, but I think they can honestly do a little more than what they have been. Yeah. Um, He may be the Bianco of ECU. I don't know. But uh, that being said, um, who do you have coming out of each bracket? 
you know, I'm going to go. That's hard. I think I'm going to go with an all-SEC final, uh, just like last year, except this is West. I think I'm going to go Arkansas and A&M in the, in the, in the championship. Yeah. I, I was leaning, leaning that way. I think it's either A&M and Arkansas or Texas and Arkansas. Or Notre Dame and Arkansas. I really think the top bracket with A and M, Oklahoma, Texas, the, the, and Notre the, Dame. The one bracket is is it much is better it, to me. Than yeah, this it is. Bracket. It is much better. Uh, I think Arkansas is my clear favorite in the bottom. I don't think Ole Miss, Auburn, or Stanford are as good as Arkansas right now. I think Ole Miss is good. Auburn's good. Stanford's good. They're not. They're not on the same level that Arkansas is right now. Arkansas is playing good ball, and they're they've been there. They know what they're doing. They're there to win the thing. Um, in the top bracket, like it could go any way on either day, and I'm really excited to watch it. But we're gonna see how it goes because I don't know. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with what I said first. I think A and M and Arkansas meet in the championship. I'm definitely taking Arkansas out of the the second bracket. Um, I'm gonna roll with Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. In the first bracket. I I feel like they. Nothing can be harder than what they just did. That's true. This past weekend. Well, I mean, they being went... on the stage in Omaha makes everything different because 4,000 people at a T-ball size stadium is like... Yes. It, they were playing but... a very good team. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It was very hard. But yeah, it's going to be different kind of hard up here. And quite frankly, I think they have the arms and they have really clutch hitting. Yeah, they do. Uh, I feel like A&M has been super consistent for a long time, and it's time for that trend to break. They're going to somehow not be consistent. And uh, Oklahoma, I don't know. We're probably all sleeping on them. They'll probably just go win the whole thing yeah. for some reason. But uh, Texas, I don't know, is too hit or miss for me. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I hope this is the matchup we get. I'm gonna go Notre Dame Arkansas in the finals. Okay. And uh, I think I would take Arkansas if that were to happen. Yeah. Um, The reason why I like A&M in the top bracket more than especially Texas and Notre Dame. Notre Dame, I will say this, was better uh, than this. Like uh, at Tennessee, they played a little bit more small ball uh, than Tennessee did. Tennessee's just hitting home runs every time. Notre Dame was trying to play some balls in and around. I mean, they definitely hit home runs too. Don't get me wrong. That's what won them the game, game one. Um, but they were playing a little bit more small ball. But Texas A&M plays a lot more small ball. They're not they're not going yard as like Texas does. Texas has a crazy yeah, amount of home runs. You know, a small ball park. Uh, yeah, Omaha is most definitely not a small ball park. So it well, is. I'm in that sort of like small ball. Oh, park. meaning. Yeah, like it, like as in you need to play small ball. You need yeah, to play more small ball because no, it, you're not going to push it. You're not going to hit eight home runs a game. You know this is not Tennessee Stadium, all right. Um, so that is that is why I kind of like Texas A&M over all those other teams in the top bracket, especially with Notre Dame. Arkansas is a good mix. They have power, but they also have small ball stuff. And I, as much as I hate to say it, I think Ole Miss does the same thing because I mean they hit some home runs down there and. Uh, Hattiesburg, but they played. I mean, most of their runs came from small ball stuff. So, 
I'm interested to see how they play up there in uh, Omaha. So it'll be interesting. Well, 100%. So if you end up with the Aggies in Arkansas, who are you taking? Uh, it, going in the national championship, as much as I would like A&M to win that, uh, I think i got to go Arkansas if that is how it shapes out. And, of course, that all depends on if someone has to play two games, somebody gets an extra day of rest, who's pitching, all that stuff. That's, I mean, you have to ask me again when we know all of those things. But, uh, like, if the scenarios were the same, they both had a day's rest, I think I take Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, it just kind of feels like their time, like kind of yeah. like it was ours last year. Um, whether they get that, I don't know. You know, as we found out, the baseball gods uh, – are very just and they do not owe anybody anything. Um, you have to really, <laughs> really respect the game and do it right to finally get what's yours. But uh, they can be pretty brutal. So we'll see what happens. I hope Ole Miss goes up to and barbecue. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, well, anyway, you have anything else? Um, nothing important except for. Really glad Tennessee's not in Omaha this year. They went 0-2 BBQ last year. That made me happy. They didn't even make it this year. They didn't deserve to. Bunch of assholes. One of, one of, the, <laughs> one <laughs> of the best teams of all time, man. You got put out at home with the unseated Catholics. You hate to uh, see it. It was, it was so, so fitting. It was yeah. a beautiful sight indeed. It was. Um, if, if Ole Miss had to make Omaha in order for them to uh, to not make it, I kind of think it was worth it to me. Kind of worth it. Because I don't think Ole Miss is going to win at all. Nothing made me laugh harder than that tweet I saw. It was like, welcome to the beautiful uh, Neely Stadium or whatever uh, Tennessee Stadium's called. Uh, Lindsey Nelson. Lindsey Nelson, yeah. And it was a picture of this, like, t-ball field with a like a five-foot outfield or something like that. And I just cracked up laughing when I saw that on Twitter. I was like, yep, that's about right bunch of frauds yeah they probably finally got their bats inspected because the playoff like inspection rules are a lot more strict and they just uh had to use real real bats for once but anyway uh well it's been good um hopefully uh things pan out and uh an sec team does not win um can't believe i'm pulling for the fighting irish but like you said i in baseball i really like link and um and, you know, they actually p- play in a conference, so I can yeah. pull for them in this. But in football, they don't. So, anyway, then I'm pulling for them. But here we are. Um, well, my uh, quote-unquote walkout song of the week is going to be Omaha by Wailing Jennings. And uh, that's all I got. Oh, my-